Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What is happening, Scott? <laughs> what is happening, Ingrid? Wow. I, I don't know. I got, you look like you have a crazy look in your eye. <laughs> I need help. Well, first of all, I mean, should we say we, we have a live studio audience today? It, it's Studio Ingaroo. Uh, yeah, Giovanni. <laughs> Ingrid's friend Gio is here, and, and uh, maybe Gio can help me because... Ingrid is putting so much pressure on me these days <laughs> that uh, I am, I feel like I was having a heart attack. Literally the other day, oh, no. I was like my, my right arm <laughs> no. and I, you know, I was like Googling and, and, you know, looking up on the internet and everything like, you know, which arm has pain when you have a heart attack, Are you, you know, serious? because yes. Oh no. Yes. Scott. Yes. Like my bicep was just like, I was doing all these crazy stretches uh, yeah, because Ingrid really wants everybody to, to read our, our, the book, the basics of astrology. And she's not happy with, with my different timelines <laughs> that I'm putting together. She's, uh, yeah, really putting the screws to me. <laughs> yeah. We had some communication breakdowns over here and, uh, yeah, the pressure has been mounting. Yes. Wow. That Virgo energy is really uh coming in hot yeah it's like you're the nun that's just like smacking my fingers with the ruler for not you know turning in my assignment at the time you want <laughs> and and then meanwhile i i <laughs> the thing that drives me crazy is is <laughs> ingrid's a virgo so it's like it's about perfection I go through, I'm like, okay, well, you know, there's a few misspelled words here. This isn't capitalized here, but it's capitalized here. This, you know, it needs to be perfect. And I send that back to Ingrid and <laughs> she still hasn't done all the corrections. So, you know, Scott it's... <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> so it's okay for Ingrid to put pressure on me, but... I don't put any pressure on Ingrid. But you canceled you canceled the launch date and that <laughs> set me off on a spiral. You make it so uh, <laughs> Okay, Mercury is retrograde right now. It's retrograde in Libra. Libra is the the sign of relationships. Mercury is the planet of communication and and I'm going to be the first to admit that I need to be a better communicator in my close personal relationships. Uh, especially with Ingrid and Chris. Um, We're just jumping on either side of the scale like a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> because to me, it wasn't like this is a launch date. It was like, you know, it's it's a deadline. I mean, I like to be adaptable. You're working with, well, number one, Chris, who doesn't like to be adaptable. He likes having the rules and he likes deadlines. He loves them yeah. and he like lives by them. And if even if they're his own deadline, if he does not make that deadline, it is not a pretty picture. And so... And so that's how we have to look at the deadline is that this is what I am always encouraging 
and, and this is for Chris too, and for you, because you're both born with Mars in Capricorn. So, you know, Mars is the God of war, the planet of action. It's, it's about setting those goals to act. So you need those, you do need those markers. You need them. Chris needs them. But you don't need them. I'm just, well, te- I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm a highly motivated person. My uh, midheaven is in Capricorn, so I do have very clear goals, and I do have a timeline, and and I always hit my timeline. You're very consistent. You yes. You are all about. Maybe you don't sprint forward, but you have a long term goal, and you never falter in your commitments. You always come through, even. If for me, that seems like slower, it's like slow and steady wins the race and you're always moving forward. And it's, it's as a creative partner, it's really grounding. You're just always motivated and you always show up and you're always, you just always show up and you're never faltering in your plan, which is very admirable and such a great quality to have in somebody that you're working with. Thank you. Yes. I, I'm, I'm not going to drop the ball. No, I promise you that I am going to push forward and, and the deadlines are really just to get us further down the road. Some structure. Exactly. You know, it's like, I always tell people that are Capricorns, it's like, or that have that Capricorn energy, whether it's Capricorn Mars, Capricorn rising, Capricorn moon, you have these expectations, you're, you're setting your, this is the goal. And then you're working your way up the mountain, but you also have to manage your expectations. You have to understand that we're on the mountainside here and, and you might be getting to that I I grew up at the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas, and when we would climb up the foothills, which were really close to where I live, you start climbing up and you're like, oh, we're, I see the top. We're there. You know, we're going to, we're going to be there really soon. And as soon as you get close to that top, you realize, oh, that's not the top. There is actually more left to go. And you have to make another plan to get where you want to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That. So you have to appreciate where you are and where you are should be further than where you were. And we're further than where we were. We've made a lot of progress. And I understand you two worked really, really hard to make this deadline. And then I canceled it. I don't even <laughs> think about it. It's like I canceled. I was like, it needs to be read by other people to make sure that there's, you know, the grammar is correct, that there's not misspelled words and all that sort of stuff. And well, we totally agree with that. I guess it was just the nature of the message, which is about the retrograde. It's like you communicated something through a text and the tone of that when you're not in person and not there to explain like why you want more time to sit with the product, you know, comes off really harsh. Yes. And so it's like, yeah, the retrograde communication is off and taking the extra steps to slow down and make sure we're articulating ourselves in the way we, in the way we want to be perceived. Mm. Cause as soon as Scott got here, he started talking and I was like, Oh my God, this is what I was going to bring up because I was so irritated, but really <laughs> it just didn't come across in the text message. There wasn't enough information. And then of course I always want Scott to feel confident and good about everything. And I want everything to be perfect and we do need the extra time, but I just like to do things faster sometimes. So it's just, you know, the push and pull and like the, uh, the compassion for 
what each person needs to feel good is also very important. And I, you know, I want to respect that as well. Mm, so thank you. Thank you, Ingrid. And and I love how you appreciated the fact that I said you have to consult the, the stars. Exactly. It's like, I mean, I would be a total and utter fraud if I'm sharing with my clients, like, this is the time to do that. That's the time to do this because these planets are in these directions. But how do you live your life, Scott? Oh, in a panic. In a panic. In, in when a, Ingrid a, tells me that at least exactly. things, I do it. Ingrid, <laughs> Ingrid thro- throws me into a panic. I'm in total chaos <laughs> and we'll just release it, you know, so that, so that she gets off my ass. You know, no, it can't be that way. I have to look at where the planets and stars are and, and, and what that is in relation to my astrological code, but also yours and Chris's so that it has the, the, the best opportunity for success. So do we have a proposed date or you still have to do the research and see what's happening in all I of our charts? To, I still have to do the research. Okay. Yes. I wanted to get through this conversation first and, and make sure that I had your permission to do the research. Uh, <laughs> so, Love uh, it. yes. Love it. So on the next episode, we'll have done some, or Scott, I'm not going to do any research. Scott's going to do some research. (laughs) Look at all of our charts and he's going to pick a launch date, which... A potential launch date. Okay. A potential. Everything is potential. So... We're going to pick a potential launch date when Scott looks at all of our charts. Yes. So that's something that if anyone else is working on their projects out there, you should get a consult with Scott and he Uh. will tell you when (laughs) you need to be launching your projects when to be setting your goals for yes, all that Capricorn energy planning for the future and making shit happen. But Scott doesn't do just birth chart ratings. He does anything to do with your business, your personal relationships, love life, anything. Totally. If, any question you have that you're fucked up about, if you call Scott, he will have an answer for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, indeed. And I am meeting with clients every week. Like on, if you're somebody that really wants to break the cycle that you're in, I will help you rebuild a new cycle based on the planets and stars to help you accomplish what you're looking to accomplish in your life and get to the points where you need to be. I have several clients that I meet with weekly uh, that I'm helping do just that, where we, we plan the week and we look at where the planets and stars are for them each week and where it's going to be in the next six months so that you feel like, wow, I've, I'm making progress here. Look at everything is, it's, it's always so fulfilling to me when people are like, everything's like lining up. It's so crazy. I'm like, yeah, but that's how it's supposed to be. (laughs) My cousin Jennifer called me and she was just like, it's crazy every week. It's happening exactly what you guys say in my personal life. And it's Mm. just blowing my mind. Yes. Yes. I love it. I mean, that's what Scott's doing here for the weekly transit too. This week and last month, we have been charting on iTunes, which means we're oh, wow. yeah. in the top <laughs> 220 um, yeah. self-help podcasts out yes. there out of like 30,000. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. Meryl almost fainted when I told her we were charting. <laughs> she was like, that's a big fucking deal, guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. So thank you to all the listeners. I'm, I'm glad that what we're, uh, what we're talking about here at Studio Ingaroo is uh, helpful to you out there in the world and helping you guide your way through life. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So should we get into the week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So it's the week of October 11th through the 17th, October 11th 
through the 17th. So yes, we've mentioned how it is Mercury retrograde. Still, we've got another another week of the retrograde, but then there's still the shadow period. It's like, it always cracks me up when people are like, retrograde's over, woo! I mean, it's, no, it, when... No, when, bitch, it's not. It's <laughs> yeah. not quite over. It's still slow as fuck. It's barely just coming back from like a, a screeching halt. Exactly. It's like a, it's like a, a train wreck basically happening and everything <laughs> comes to a halt and it takes a while for things to get moving in, in the other direction. But anyway, here we are, Mercury retrograde, Mercury Mercury, the planet of communications in Libra, the sign of relationships, is in alignment with Uranus, the planet of rebellion. And revolution. And revolution and innovation. So, I mean, what we were just talking about is like a revolution of the way we communicate. Okay, I love that. I love that. Yes. It's going to bring balance to our relationship. Yes. Yes. Now... Let's add this other key piece where Uranus is in Taurus. So it's about what you value, mm. what you value in the material realm. How do you communicate what you value in the material realm with the ones that you are in partnership with? It's about being clear. And, you know, that's a lot of what we're doing here where, no, I don't think that looks good or move this here or move that there. It's, it's what do you value? What do you value? What do I value? And how do we communicate this to each other? Also, when we understand what each other value more, it brings balance to the relationship just by itself without having to move the pieces and parts around. When I know what's important to Scott, which is releasing things in a way that feels grounded and purposeful and in alignment with the planets and stars, I'm going to be more understanding of whatever he says around that because I know that's important to him. Yes. When you understand what I value, you can be of better support to me. Yeah. And when I understand what you value, I can be of better support to you. Let's move on to Tuesday, October 12th. Mercury, again! Yay! Wow! Uh, making so many appearances this week, it's retrograde, and it is moving into alignment today on Tuesday, October 11th, with the moon, the planet of emotions, in Capricorn, the sign of achievement. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Tuesday's gonna be a rough day for us. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, but it is a challenging alignment because this is one of those alignments where maybe what it is you want to achieve, your deadline for me doesn't match up to my deadline, feels right to me. And so how do you communicate your expectations to each other in a way that creates balance and harmony and feels fair, like both sides are being heard? Well, if it's in alignment with the moon in Capricorn, it's about our emotions in the sign of achievement. So explaining to each other in a way that is very clear how we feel about how we're going to get to where we want to be in our careers. Yes. So the more we explain how we feel about it, the more the other person is going to be understanding of the mm. why, the reasoning behind why we want to do things differently. Yes. I love that. Well, that just brings compassion when we tell someone how we feel about something as opposed to just like, I want a deadline. Mm. Okay, well, great. Nobody gives a fuck, <laughs> well, fuck about your you. deadline. Fuck your deadline. So it's just like the why being like, oh, well, I want it to be in line with the planets. Oh, of course. Well, I want it to look a certain way. Okay, cool. And they're like, oh, well, I understand that part of you. Mm -hmm. I want you to be happy. So we can be more compassionate in our compromising. Mm. Yes, I love that. Thank you, Ingrid. Wednesday, October 13th, Venus, 
the planet of relationships, is in alignment with Saturn, the planet of authority. So Venus is in Sagittarius, Saturn is in Aquarius. So this is a very positive alignment. It's a fire and air alignment. Fire raises the air, air fuels fire. Venus in Sagittarius, this is the opportunity to really express your your senses honestly. Venus is the planet of the senses. Sagittarius is the sign of honesty. It's also the sign of freedom. When you can be honest in your close personal relationships, you feel free. You feel free. If you can't be honest, you're not really feeling free. You're not being yourself. The alignment to Saturn, which is the authority. Saturn is the planetary ruler of Aquarius, where it is right now. Saturn is bringing that restrictive energy to the community. So the alignment between Venus and Saturn, what is this? This is your opportunity to freely express yourself, honestly express yourself in your close personal relationships within the community by taking responsibility for who you are. How can you take responsibility for who you are? This is me. I'm not going to apologize for it. It's who I am. And I take responsibility for myself. Are you okay with that or not? How does this feel to you, Ingrid? I mean, every every alignment this week just sounds like exactly what we were talking about. So it's like taking responsibility for who you are. Hey, Ingrid, I'm an astrologer. I'm not putting this out on Monday because you are having a panic because we agreed on Monday. <laughs> I needed to align with the planets and I'm like, oh, okay, Scott's taking responsibility for who he is and he is, you know, restricting me in a way, but that's giving me understanding and compassion for our relationship. Mm, Yeah. The archer is planning for the future. Yes. And being able to hit the mark. It's like trusting that the astrology is going to support everything that we're doing here Mm -hmm. and, you know, tapping back into that and, you know, marrying those two worlds. This is a great planning for the future alignment. When you're thinking about the future of your relationship, that's the archer, that's Sagittarius. The archer is always looking beyond to pull back on that bow and let the arrow fly a thousand yards away. Very optimistic. It's going to hit the target. Aquarius is also a future-oriented sign. It's the water bearer. The water bearer is, is a genius. The water bearer invented the jug, invented the aqueducts, the irrigation. The water bearer brings water from the stream to the village. But in order to bring that genius into reality, that's where Saturn comes in. You have to do the work. It's more than just the idea. It's about taking the idea and what are the responsibilities of bringing this idea into reality. So think about who you're partnering with and how you're working with this energy together, how you're planning for the future and the work that is required to bring that future into your present reality. Are you restricting me in the community? You, Scott, are the representation of restriction in the community. Like, I want to do something and you're restricting me. But also there's that um, Sagittarius energy of planning for the future. So it's like when you explain the why behind things, it like dissolves. Like it's a it's a positive alignment. It's a sextile. So it's good. It's like mm-hmm. when you explain the why for planning for the future about, you know, tapping into the astrology behind it. It's like, oh, okay. It doesn't feel so restrictive. It becomes yeah. purposeful. Yes, it's yes, like, yes. okay, now I get it. It makes sense now. It's not just Scott being a dick <laughs> and saying, no, Ingrid, 
<laughs> it's not really, I'm canceling it and, and you have to listen to me. I'm the boss of you. No, yeah. it's not. There's actually reasons behind it. That <laughs> but that's exactly what it felt like without the explanation for me, you know? So it is, it's like the more we communicate, especially in the retrograde. Yes. The oh my more God. We're going to be understanding. Cause yeah, Scott's like, why would I do that? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Cause that's what I thought you said in the text message. You know, it's like we get in person and we are vulnerable with each other. And it's like, that's what builds the trust. That's what builds the relationship. That's what dissolves the discomfort. Yes. I think that you were also being sensitive too, because the day before you had released the podcast and you put the wrong title out and I texted you and I was like, you put the wrong title out and, and I fixed it. And, and you were like, Oh, I, yeah, I don't know how that happened. And I didn't say anything for like the next day or whatever. I didn't respond to it. I wasn't really annoyed, but I was just like, I was feeling so just drained by the retrograde and everything and the different alignments that were going on. I was like, I don't have the, I don't have the wherewithal within myself to be like kind and nurturing. I just need to collect myself. And so it didn't bother me that you said, said that it, I bothered myself. Cause I got really annoyed that yeah. I did that. I was like, yeah. literally, how did I do that? <laughs> I was more hard on myself that I would have copy and pasted the mm. wrong, the wrong thing. I know why it happened. It's cause now we've been planning for the future and now there's future. And dates. I knew that was going to happen. I, I almost didn't put it into, we have this template where I put all the, the text into this template for in a shared doc for Ingrid to post everything and we did it a week ahead so now we're like one week ahead and i knew as soon as i did that i was like she's just not even going to read this and no, she's just, just going to copy and paste mm-hmm. and put it on there and sure enough that's exactly what <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah no i wasn't sensitive because of that i was sensitive because i was irritated at myself for not like reading it i could have like encouraged you more or been like that's okay it's don't worry about it you You know you always do that but i didn't do it that time because i was just really drained you know it had nothing to do with you it was more just like life yes exactly we've both been extra drained Mm -hmm. i've been just flattened just totally flattened by just everything that has been happening yes and it makes it hard to do those extra nurturing things for people to make sure they're you know feeling supported when you're not even able to have that for yourself exactly that's why it's always so important to just remember to fill your own cup before you're filling everybody else's especially during this retrograde period which is exhausting so here we are mercury retrograde again is now is still in libra still moving backwards and today on thursday october 4th 14th, the moon has now moved on into Aquarius, where it is aligning with Mercury retrograde in Libra. So this will hopefully smooth out the energy even more from the difficult alignment that occurred on Tuesday between the moon and Mercury. Maybe maybe things were a little bumpy on Tuesday in the way that you were communicating your emotions in your close personal relationships. Thursday hopefully they smooth out a little bit. I know Ingrid, you always love when the moon is in Aquarius because it brings that detached nature where you don't have to be super emotional. You understand what you're feeling, but you don't get wrapped up in the feelings. So this is an opportunity to really ask yourself, how can I communicate my emotions in my close personal relationships from a place of detachment, not where you're cold, 
but just where you're being very logical. Yeah. I always think of logic when you bring this alignment up. Mm-hmm. It's like just explaining your emotion without being emotional just feels, I don't want to say more intelligent, but yes, just... I would say more intelligent <laughs> because when you're thinking about Aquarius, that's one, of, that's like the intelligent sign. That's like the sign of intelligence. Again, this is the water bearer that that logically was like, wait a second, if I want to take water from the stream to the village, I have to be able to carry it in something. And so they they created a jug. It's very logical. They had to use their intelligence and then they, they did the work required to bring that into reality. So I like intelligence. And then also it's an air-air connection and air is about communication. So it's yes. like it's going to be easy to communicate your feelings in this, you know, detached, less emotional way. And that also brings balance to the relationship when you're just, you're not, you're not coming into the conversation with anything emotionally charged. The other person is going to be able to hear you better when you just feel more grounded in talking about the way you feel. It doesn't feel like an attack on them when, yeah, when you're feeling more logical. Yes. Yes. When you're being logical, it's not an emotional attack. Mm-hmm. It's like, these are the, the facts. facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just lay it on the table or lay it on the scales yeah. and see what how it weighs out from one side to the other. Friday, Friday, October 15th. Another positive alignment, this with two other planets that are both in Aquarius and Libra, except this time it's the sun, which we haven't talked about this week. The sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality, and it is bringing its light, life, and vitality to Libra, the scales, the the sign that represents relationships. So it's bringing that light, life, and vitality to your relationships. And it is aligning today on Friday with Jupiter, the planet of luck and expansion, the god of thunder, lord of justice in Aquarius. Jupiter is retrograding through Aquarius. It's really just stopped, um, but it's here aligning with the sun. So I feel like this is one of those things where it's like each week it, it just sort of builds and builds. It like reach, reaches that like sort of climax or crescendo where it's like we've been working to be better communicators, more honest, more forthright, uh, more logical. That's what every, that's what this alignment is all about. It's, it's how can you, how can you honestly express yourself in your close personal relationships within the community, within the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. I mean, I guess, like you said, it's just building on the week. It's like there's that discomfort that you have to work through. You want to be able to explain things in a logical way to the people you're in relationship. And that starts bringing about balance. And then there's going to be more expansion in the community. And that will reflect on you as a person. It's the sun in Libra. So it's like your identity is Mm -hmm. starting to shift because you are showing up to those relationships in a different way. Yes, you're becoming more balanced as a person. You're you're becoming more balanced, more authentic as a person. It's balancing and 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 creating authenticity and fairness in your relationships, and that translates into how you are experiencing life within the community. Yes, things start to expand when you are showing up authentically. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So Saturday, October sixteenth. We've got three planets today, two that we've talked about, one that we haven't. The two that we have talked about are, guess what? Uh, Mercury. Yes, Mercury again. More communication. (laughs) So Mercury is in the place where it's going to be 
when it stops retrograding. This began on Friday and continues until the following Thursday, the 21st. So this is that that period in time where Mercury is not moving for basically a week. Uh-oh. And yeah, and, and it can be strenuous here. Now, the strain is aligning with Venus, which we also talked about earlier this week, the planet of relationships. So Venus, the planet of relationships, connecting to Mercury in the sign of relationships. So Venus is in Sagittarius, which again is about honesty. It's about seeing beyond the here and now and expanding your mind and deepening your philosophical views. So there could be some tension today, even though this is a positive alignment, between Mercury and Venus, there could be tension in honestly expressing yourself in the way that you communicate in your close personal relationships. Now, when you add the third piece, which is Chiron, which we haven't talked about. Of course, it's going to be uncomfortable to share your truth to somebody. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like even this morning, we both had to show up and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. This Mm -hmm. is how I'm feeling. And you feel really exposed when you share a new part of yourself and you have to be really honest with somebody because they might not have a good reaction. But in the end, the communication and the relationship is going to be stronger when you actually express yourself. You don't always know that the relationship can hold that kind of space for expansion in your freedom. But you have to trust that it's more important to say it than to hold it back. Yes. Because if you hold it back, everything's going to crumble. And if you do say it, you're going to be rewarded in the positive alignment to Chiron because it's going to be healing that wound to your self-confidence. You're going to become more confident the more you express yourself honestly. Yes. Amazing, Ingrid. Chiron is in Aries, which is the sign of self-confidence. And when you're holding yourself back from being your authentic self in your close personal relationships... You're probably doing that because you're afraid. Yeah. Because there was something that happened in the past where you've been in this sort of relationship before. You think, you know, you you are only equating your present relationship to your past relationships because that's what you've experienced. And so you've been in a situation like this where somebody has said something and it triggers you or it upsets you. And now you feel like you're in that same situation again, and you don't want to go through what you went through in the past. So you hold, maybe you hold yourself back. You hold yourself back. But this is telling you to push yourself forward, to face your insecurity, and to honestly express yourself, honestly communicate, confidently communicate what you are feeling, what is going on within you. I'm so curious to know, this, this just screams of like, exes coming in or old friends or whether it's actually they're they're in the present reality they're coming up in your conscious mind i mean you just saying that it's like i had a falling out with a very close friend because i expressed myself honestly and they didn't like that version of myself it wasn't comfortable for them and the relationship began to crumble because mm-hmm. i i used to be maybe hiding that part of myself more. And it just wasn't working. Hiding myself was not working for that relationship. And so then showing up to this relationship, I mean, I just know and trust Scott that he can hold space for an expansion of myself. And he trusts the same, that it's not going to crumble the more we are authentic. We're following the planets and stars. We're really tapping into what the planets are telling us. And it's telling us to show up honestly and authentically. And that will heal the wound to our self-confidence, make our relationship and our communication stronger. Yes, it'll make it stronger. But even if, like what you were saying, it causes a break mm-hmm. of some sort, that's going to create space to bring in new people into your life that can accept and appreciate the authentic version of you. Yeah. 
This yes. is true. It is, it can be really scary. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not the ideal situation because you don't want to lose friendships or lose relationships. But if they aren't respecting who you are at the core, then why do you want them in your life? Yes, exactly. And if it's scary, well, it's supposed to be. That's what yeah. Chiron and Aries is all about. It's about facing the fear and moving forward. Sunday, October 17th. Well, we've had a f- several days of positive alignments and uh now we got an uncomfy one yeah to close out the week well okay so we've got jupiter jupiter's by itself so you can follow along with us if you like by signing up for my free the weekly transit newsletter which i send out every week and you can see the images that ingrid and i are looking at and if you are someone that is following along and seeing these images, you will see that Jupiter is just all by itself there. And the reason is, you'll notice that there's a 22 next to it. And the earlier, on uh, on Friday, Jupiter's alignment with the sun, the 22 was red. So that means that Jupiter today, on Sunday, October 17th, is ending its retrograde transit. Oh boy. So it's now time to really... Take everything that you've learned over the last several months as Jupiter has been crossing over the same path of the sky that it has been moving through for some time. Now you can gather that information and really look beyond the here and now. So Jupiter moved into its retrograde shadow in March of 2021. So we've had this for like six months. Well, it's back to where it was on March 27th, 2021. It didn't begin its retrograde, though, until June 22nd, 2021. It doesn't move past where it was on June 22nd until January 8th. It was like a whole year of revisiting. Almost, yeah. It, It takes time. It takes time to really learn, to see the greater perspective. That's what Jupiter's doing here. It's giving you a greater perspective of your genius mind, of the community, Hopefully it opens some things up in the community. So Jupiter in retrograde, it's like expansion is in retrograde. So is that going to feel restrictive in a way? Or are we just like revisiting ways in which our expansion hasn't worked in the past? Either or. Sure. I mean, it, it all depends on you and what's going on in your own astrological code. So if you look at 22 degrees. Well, I mean... Things have been kind of restrictive in the community. This is true. (laughs) So, you know, maybe Jupiter moving forward is going to release some of those restrictions or it could... I hope so, shit. (laughs) I don't know, you know, because Saturn is also in Aquarius and that is creating that restrictive energy. But as we talked about months and months ago, when Jupiter and Saturn first moved into Aquarius, this is when great inventions come about like the computer the computer like the internet all these different things came about when jupiter or saturn were in well we're feeling restricted in the community and so we have to invent a new way of doing things yes it's like exactly that's it that's it there's some famous phrase but it's like restriction is the you know what i'm gonna say Restriction is the friend of invention. Yeah. Is it something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's just like when we're put into a box, we have to be creative in the way that we create. And that forces us to think of new ideas and new ways of doing things. And Aquarius is all about thinking outside the box. Oh my gosh. And Jupiter is about seeing beyond the here and now. Mm. So how can you be inventive? Now, the challenging alignment is the sun in Libra. 
aligning with Pluto, which we haven't talked about this week in Capricorn. So all the work that we've been doing to be better communicators, to be better in the way that we're showing up in our relationships, it's like it's being put to the test here. Where I mean, our our identity in terms of balance and relationships is going to be an uncomfortable alignment with Pluto, the planet of death and transformation in our like career achievements. So it's like, and authority. And so like, if you're thinking of the authority, your parents, your boss, the government, this is that difficult transformation. How do you transform with grace, with honor? I mean, it's uncomfortable for yourself to transform, but also it's uncomfortable for the people around you sometimes to allow you to transform in a way that feels good for you. A lot of the time you get a pushback. Well, that's not the person that I always knew. I don't like this new version of you. That's uncomfortable for me. Yes. Yes. So that that's what comes to pass when you're doing all this work, then you're met with new scenarios because you're showing up in a new way. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, that's not you. You can't be that way. <laughs> Ingrid, you can't be editing my words. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I don't like it. It's uncomfy. (laughs) Don't do that. It's true. It's very hard. It's hard for both parties to move through the change. It's like the one person needs to continue on the path of being their authentic self and the other people have to adjust. And yeah, you said the key word is grace. How do you both adjust gracefully to new versions of of people happening? Totally. Because that's the, the challenging thing too. If you're showing up more authentic in your relationship... And the people that you're in a relationship are like, they're having trouble with this authenticity that you're showing them. I mean, it's throwing that, the scales off. Exactly. But, but it's also like, yeah, it's throwing the scales off because when they got into relationship with you, you didn't have that on the scale. It's mm. like, they're like, this isn't the person that I'm friends with. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. This isn't who I thought I got in relationship mm-hmm. with. I think our friendship and our partnership is really strong because it's like when one of us comes to the table and says, you know what, this is another part of myself that I might maybe scared to show you and maybe it's going to be uncomfortable. And the other person, I think we've both been pretty graceful and being like, okay, I see that. That's uncomfy, but we're going to adjust. This is what I'm bringing to the table now. This is how I feel about it. It's like the more we communicate, the easier and more graceful the transition becomes. Yes, absolutely. And being, like you said, more adaptable, which I... (laughs) Yes. Yes. Ingrid, be more adaptable. <laughs> okay, fine, Scott. You're right. You're a Virgo. Virgo's mutable. Mutable is adaptable. And you're a Gemini rising. That's that's mutable too. I think also when I get in partnership with Chris, sometimes I can get attached to his like fiery energy. Yes. It like, brings me up. Yes. So it's like I become adaptable and then I'm adaptable to Chris. And then Chris, like I'm on this Chris coattail of being like, ah, oh, deadline, deadline, deadline. And you two are so competitive too. <laughs> And it's like, I don't want to be involved in that dynamic. Me and Chris are screaming at each other and Scott's in the background analyzing our astrological code. (laughs) You guys are like brother and sister arguing at each other. Like you're like family screaming and yelling. No, well, I said, and then you're talking over each other. I'm just like, okay, like one person at a time here. Scott lives for it. (laughs) Yeah. If you're having any arguments, just call Scott. He is a happy place. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
I, I enjoy the, the conflict as long as it's not me that's involved. I like being the mediator. You're really good at it. You're yeah. so good at it. Anytime we have a conflict in any of our creative relationships, like we just call Scott immediately. Well, and it's because I'm mostly Libra, even though I'm a Scorpio, mm. I'm more Libra than Scorpio. Oh, wow. But okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. You're really good about bringing balance to the situation. Hmm. Thank you. And I mean, Libra is also an air sign communication. It's, it's very soothing to the atmosphere to have someone come in and be able to balance the scales and bring like a lightness and communication to the situation where it could be like stuck. Mm, thank you. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being here, Ingrid. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. And thank you, Gio, for being here. Our live studio audience at Studio Ingaroo. All right. Until next week. All right, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.